of you delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore. Welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. Welcome back to The Horror Returns. I'm Lance, and with me as always are my co-hosts, Brian and Philip. and we got a treat tonight. I think this is the first uh, show since Fast and Furious that we've got Art Murillo in the house. What's going on, Art? Hey, guys. Thank you so much for having me, and uh, it's been a while, but I'm glad uh, I was actually asked back after my last poor performance. Shut up. <laughs> nobody, <laughs> nobody performs poorly here, dude. Just show up. That's a, we just have a good time. This, this isn't about like trying to win a, a, a Goofy Award or something, you know? Oh, all right. But are you still Fast and Furious? That's the Oh, question. yeah, baby. There you go. <laughs> so what's going on with you, man? Oh, nothing, man. Same old, same old here. Uh, just had a week's vacation, which is actually not a week's vacation because this is the one of the first times I spent doing honey-do lists all around the house, redecorating. Oh. So not so fun for me. How about you guys? <laughs> do what you got to do. Yep. Yeah, that sounds like a staycation. Yeah, I've oh, always, got, always got shit going on, man. It, it felt more like just, a prison sentence. Yeah. <laughs> That's every every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, cl- I cleaned my garage out yesterday. Been promising my wife I was going to do that. I finally started to get it ready to. I got a dart dartboard in there. I'm starting to get ready to bring the pool table in. So, we'll oh, see how, wow! See how this goes. <laughs> I'll help you move it. Yeah. All right. Cool. We'll do it, man. All right, Brian. You guys uh, warming up up there? Yep. Uh, snows melting. Uh, doing some spring cleaning. Notice I got a lot of uh, collectibles that are just like everywhere. So I'm kind of packing up some stuff, seeing what I'm going to leave out for display. You know, it's a lot of work. You can sell some stuff. 40 year old virgin style. (laughs) I can't can't sell none of my stuff. Millions, man. That's off the table. (laughs) All right. Well, listen, Art, you're our guest. So you know how this works, brother. You, uh, you want to go first? Tell us what's the coolest thing you checked out this week. I didn't have much to watch. The one movie that I, I saw two things. I got to watch two things. Yeah. One cool, one not so cool. One thing that was cool that I really was looking forward to was Annihilation. Yeah. Uh, the Natalie Portman movie. And uh, I'm a big fan of that sort of sci-fi since Contact. I remember seeing Contact at the theater when I was a kid. And then that led me back to uh, 2001 Space Odyssey, uh, Encounters of Third Kind. So I'm always a fan of, of you know, somewhat realistic sci-fi first encounter stuff. And that one just had me blown away. You know, I was, you know, I, I, I know it got a bad rap for the limited release and then it got released overseas on netflix but i just you know intelligently done sci-fi is right up my alley and that one i I was really happily entertained with that one man i liked it too yeah i mean it was cool you know there's a little a lot you know a lot of human drama in there but stuff that made sense real you know real life stuff and then you know you throw in the whole twist with um 
you know, the aliens and, you know, what we, the little we know. And uh, I like it when filmmakers that are smart filmmakers, you know, just give you enough answers to question, make you question and, you know, have you lead to your own decision on what it was or, or what it could be, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lance, is, you're reading the book, right? <laughs> yeah, I was. that was going to be my cool of the week, but I think I'll wait until uh, next week when I finish it and start it and start into the second one. I, I bought the whole trilogy, Art. Oh, oh wow! I'm gonna have yeah. to check that out, man. Yeah, I, lo- I, lo- I love the movie. The books books got some differences, but uh, no, my my cool of the week is way outside of horror. It's way outside it, anything we would we would normally cover. And I thought it was just going to be a, a corny musical, but uh, the Greatest Showman with oh. Uh, oh. Wolverine, fucking Wolverine singing <laughs> show tunes. Yeah, <laughs> pretty damn good. Pretty damn good storyline. It's really. Yeah. It's really all about uh, freaks and outcasts. It would make a really good dub- double bill with uh, Todd Browning's Freaks, I think, because it's got that old that old school feel to it, and it's just basically about like outsiders not not fitting in. And uh, I just really like the storyline a lot. And you know, was it was it corny as hell? Of course. You know, did the musical numbers get to be overbearing? Of course. Did Hugh Jackman <laughs> and Zac Efron and Zendaya and everybody ham it up? What do you think? But you know, it was a good story. I actually really enjoyed it, and um, kind of surprised myself that I did. I got about ten minutes into that, and it was just too much for me. You tapped out. Most, most I people. tapped out. <laughs> I, I was giving it a well, try. The first big musical scene there, and then right. the second one. I don't want to spoil it too much, but there's a part where you know Hugh Jackman's character is a kid, and then uh, uh, that that was like that, that was worst just like part a huge. Or it, that was a huge like I was like wow they're going for a long time there's <laughs> like yeah there's a there's a real musical musical you, you would think you would think so. trying to watch there's those a, sound of music uh, there's a time, there's a time jump dude <laughs> right after where you tapped well I I saw the uh, I like said his when Hugh Jackman grows up I saw that part uh, and then I was like oh this is too much it's like my, too even much. my wife's like just side eyeing me I'm like oh, I guess I gotta turn this off <laughs> well I thought well, I, have you guys ever seen any uh, Cirque du Soleil shows. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've there, seen, was a, uh, there was a lot yeah. of that in there, man. That that was pretty cool. Oops, sorry about that. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it was pretty well filmed. I knew the guy that directed it. Uh, looks like he'd only he had never done a feature before. Just yeah, like I saw that shorts. But I guess he's tagged for two or three more like huge monster budget releases. So you well, know, didn't this do good in the Academy Awards too? Didn't it win like best original score or something like that, or best um, original song? Maybe the song. It, Brian, help us out here, man. You definitely got to talk uh, about. It. I think it did. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think was, the song. It, it, it was it was a well done well done movie. I don't know how the guy got that much money to make it. To be honest with you, yeah, Somebody that was a lot that, of faith that, in him. That looked like a big budget thing. That seems like a movie that we ride up up Brian's alley. I thought. Brian? <laughs> cool of the week? I've seen it available. I, I was going to check it out, but I, I can't do the musicals. It's uh, it's too much. You should probably steer clear then. What did you check out, man? Uh, Philip, you want to go ahead? Because I got a list. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I got a couple of them. I, did, uh, I watched Only the Brave uh, with my wife, which yeah. is uh, obviously uh-huh. one that's way out of our genre. But... Uh, it was it was cool, man. Very uh, military style guys. Uh, just it's it's kind of cool to watch a movie about guys being guys, and mm-hmm. you don't see that a whole lot anymore. Um, and then my other one is uh, Santa Clarita Diet. Oh, I, I 
love this show. <laughs> I watched the entire second season in like a day. And uh, I don't have time to do that at all. So I, I was hating life the next day. But <laughs> well worth it, man. Uh, if you haven't watched it at all, go check it out. Uh, and if you're you're waiting on the second season for some reason, then uh, jump on that shit. It's funny. Are those 30-minute episodes? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Okay, because I, yeah, I could probably get into that. And they're in the second season, too? Yeah, they just did the whole second season. And I just I really like the uh, the vibe between uh, Drew Barrymore and uh, oh, what's the hell what the hell what's what's that guy's name Josh 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 Duhamel or no nah, uh, the one that looks like him yeah uh, that's dude from Justified, from Justified. Uh, Timothy oh. Oliphant yeah they have a really cool vibe together and uh, I, I I get maybe it's because it's so relatable because uh, right. I, I I sort of have that relationship with my wife a lot of times. And uh, and they're really funny together. They kind of bounce things off. It's it's great. Cool. Um, yeah, I, ch- I checked out a lot of movies as well. I got, um, first of all, I checked off uh, checked out um, Tomb Raider, the new oh. Tomb Raider. Oh yeah, was it good? Uh, uh, I like it better than the the Angelina Jolie movies. Well, yeah, um, it's not great. I think uh, Alicia Vikander did a great job as. Uh, Laura Croft, but from what I'm hearing, if it gets another one, she's not even going to be in it. So, really, I guess it don't really it don't really matter. Uh, uh, I, yeah, I, I saw a lot of previews. I didn't even know it was out. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people did. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, also checked out uh, Pacific Rim Uprising. Oh, it, it's it's okay. It you can tell you definitely can tell um, Del Toro had nothing to do with this movie. It's just straight popcorn movie all the way. Yeah. And uh, I really didn't like John Boyega in this movie. He was a little a little too, I don't know, he was trying to be funny throughout the movie, and he wasn't, so. I don't, I don't particularly know. like him in Star Wars, to be honest with you. We're not getting it's, into the you know, Star Wars talk here, are we? <laughs> we can't. Uh, yeah, I saw your little comment. <laughs> the last Starfighter, always already better than the last Jedi. Uh, we'll we'll get into that right here. <laughs> uh, let's see, uh, uh, trailer that we reviewed, uh, Apartment Two Twelve. Check that movie out. Oh, okay. Um, kind of slow, but it picks up in the last thirty minutes. I think the thirty minutes uh, saved the movie for me. I was ready to tap out. Mm-hmm. You mean kind of uh, like House of the Devil? House of the Devil. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Sim- similar to that, like super slow burn until the last fifteen minutes, and then it's yeah, just it, it, it crazy. Was, yeah, for the first like forty five minutes, I was just come on, let's go, something happened, and then right. when it got into it, um, I was I was all in. I think uh, I seen that uh, Jim Law had commented that he seen it. He also said the same thing. He liked it, it was slow in the beginning. So I do recommend people check it out. And the last movie I checked out was I Killed Giants. Oh, I oh. saw that one too. That was my not so yeah. cool. Oh, okay, no. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't read read the uh, what was it a graphic novel? Yeah, it, it, well, it, they call everything a graphic novel now, but it was a six issue miniseries, and okay. now it's a, the, the cool thing is it's a graphic novel because comic book just sounds too nerdy. Okay, I never checked it out. Uh, gave it a watch, thought the trailer looked cool, but to be honest, I was fucking bored throughout the whole... I thought the little girl did good. Um, that... I'd... Go ahead. 
Oh no, it's just in the in the con- like I'm not one of those sticklers for th- it has to be exactly the way. But for me, that little girl was so unsympathetic. It was hard to like her, and I know you know without spoiling it too much, there's something going on. There's something grander going on in, in, with her. But uh, also in the book, she's younger, so I think if she was younger, it it might have worked. But if she was like around 10 12 this girl is a 14 15 they might have worked if she was younger but uh she was just so unsympathetic compared to the to the book where you know you could you could be a little more charming that's the that's that was my main gripe because uh i watched it with my wife and my wife's like i cannot stand this little fucking girl right oh, now that's too bad <laughs> her, not, not her performance her performance was fine for yeah. the ads is it was the the character's motivations and the way she was acting it just it was it was just uh, it, it just was a little too much, and I, I actually love the, the the graphic novel comic miniseries. I, I bought him when it came out. Uh, the guy that wrote, it, I believe his name is Joe Kelly. He's a really good writer, and he's got a lot of stuff. You know, hopefully that's coming out. But uh, I, I I just feel so bad for that guy. That like, this could have been, you know, right, they really you know released it you know this time in the theater uh, with a little different direction. It could have been really fucking great. Yeah, um, yeah. I actually I, watched I, that I, one I, too, people. man. I've heard that from what, what did, people. What did you think? Uh, I thought it was okay. It's not what I expected it to be. Why uh, Why was Zoe Saldana in this movie? Paycheck? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was a, kind of a small role to give to such a big-name character. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. What do you, yeah, what do you guys... What, I thought it was okay. I mean, I, I it on, didn't go on, in the direction on, that I expected it to go. Philip, Philip, hold on. Is it, was it a cameo, or we should, she have like a speaking part? Yeah, she was the uh, uh, like the psychiatrist or the like the school guidance counselor slash psychiatrist. Hmm. But they, I don't think they make it real definitive what's happening, even at the end. No, and that's another thing. At the end, when you get that reveal, if you're like we saw someone look at that character earlier, it should have been the. I don't want to give any way, anything away, but it should have been more, you know, graphic or she should have been yes. in a worse condition. When I saw like, yes, someone, you know, that doesn't look that bad to be scared, you know, of. Uh, unfortunately, we've been in kind of a similar situation with a, a nephew of ours. And uh, so that's why this movie didn't hit too close to home with what was going on because we were we went through that a few years ago so I, I don't know i read the book before that came out so it maybe that also had an effect on us but uh it, it could have been better that's that's the most frustrating part that i saw the source material it could have been way fucking better and it, it just kind of sucks yeah yeah i, I agree i could see that yeah it, I, I, I thought it was okay if you if you've never seen the comic book or anything it's okay it just yeah it, it seems like it could have been way better and I think yep, you know, that's all I got. I, I was gonna have a review on uh Pie Wacket, but uh I'll have a review on that one next oh, week. Man, you let us down. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well you got any got any headlines for us, Brian? All right, uh we're gonna uh start out with some T V news. Um we talked about uh Jeremy Solner uh doing uh the green room director uh doing season three of True Detective. Uh he has left the project. No, oh, no, that sounded promising. And I believe it is due to uh, scheduling. Wow. Well, All right. And so I am leaving the project now. <laughs> yeah. Due to scheduling. Uh, Hulu was going to do uh, Joe Hill's Lock and Key uh, right? TV series. Uh, they are going to pass on that one. 
Wow. wow. That's the second and, time uh, it's been passed on, right? They actually filmed the yeah. pilot a few years ago. Did they? Yeah. Yeah. It, it came out on Fox, I believe. And uh, I actually also read that. I only read the first series. There's a few series of that. And it's mm-hmm. different. You know, it's a it's a very different concept that I'm, I'm not much into, like, the horror comics. But this was actually a pretty decent, you know, attempt and a new new, new spin on it, you know? Pretty cool. Yeah. Huh? Uh, uh- yeah, I'm I'm a bit surprised because uh, Andy Muschietti, the director of It, was going to do the pilot. So, oh wow, I don't know what happened. I, I believe they're they're going to shop the the project around to to other uh, streaming sites. Oh and, man! Uh, yeah. Oh, hold on. True Detective gets worse, Brian. What happened? Just to show you that there's no original ideas left. Get this. The next installment tells the story of a macabre crime in the heart of the Ozarks. Sound familiar, Netflix watchers? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm tapping out. <laughs> that second season, dude. Taylor Kitsch I didn't took watch, me out of it, man. I didn't watch the second season oh, at all. Man, it was terrible. Not even you didn't, Well, I only saw one You didn't miss anything. And it I, sucks. I, go ahead. Oh no! It just sucks because that second season, I I used to work in that like all those areas where that shit went down. Like I I worked I worked for the railroad and they were near. I knew where they exactly were for one shot of the tracks or the Commerce Casino because that's all based off real shit. There's a right. city out here uh, called the city of Commerce, and it's in it's a city, but it there's no actual residents in the city. It's a city of Commerce. It's all businesses and that part was legit what they were talking about that's and also there was a big uh uh scandal in the city of bell where these uh you know mayor and all these other civil uh servants or 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 politicians were fucking just taking like these half million dollar annual salaries when there's actually no residents or or what or like there might be six residents in the whole city so that's the part that kind of sucks like oh there's a good story there's a good nugget there but just that it was kind of too highfalutin for for what it was trying to do, you know? It was just right. too much. They couldn't – if they had stuck more to the grittier aspect and maybe left the love triangles out of it, oh, it could have been could have been pretty good. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, that's – the first season was great. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it was. Okay. We are going to get into our uh, – Lance's favorite section of the news, more superhero shit. <laughs> Yeah, up, 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 up and away. Is Liv yes. Tyler in a superhero uh, movie yet? <laughs> Probably. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love them both. I'd watch uh, Liv Tyler as a superhero. Yeah, yeah, I could do that. She was in the Hulk movie, right? Wasn't she in the fir- one of the first Hulk movies? Oh, I think. Yeah, she. Right. she yeah. She's rumored to be coming back. I don't. I think in one of the Avenger movies. I, I don't know. <laughs> Everybody else says, "Why not?" Yeah. That's a weird person to be mad at. <laughs> I, I, I'm not okay. I don't hate her. I might have sounded like I hate her. I, I hate her acting. Okay. She's the same. It's like man, they don't give her no direction. Just tell her to here. Just read these lines. Uh, you're uh, brutal. You're brutal. Yeah, you're okay. probably not far off though. <laughs> I think she's still playing that same Mel from Lord of the Rings, and she just carries that with her everywhere. (laughs) I'll bet Steven Tyler shows up in the Avengers movie. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) He looks like a superhero. Yeah, to still be alive, sure. In that that fucking commercial, that car commercial we did, he looks like a fucking superhero. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Or a villain. He could be a great supervillain. I can see that, yeah. Put him in the Guardians movie. Oh no, Brian! Where's one of his scarves? 
Do what with a scarf? He, he wears one of his scarves. I mean, a lot of villains wear scarves. That's that's his that's mo true. right there. He just screams at him. Yeah. Oh man! Tell you what, if uh, if the Marvel execs are listening to this show, it's already being written right now. Uh, I don't know. Maybe if it was DC. <laughs> <laughs> Usually they got a little better track going. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, news on the Captain Marvel movie. Uh, Clark Gregg is going to come back as Agent Coulson. And Lee Pace and Diman Hanjud, and if I'm saying his name right, from the, okay. the villains from the Guardians, first Guardians movie are coming back. Because uh, uh, Captain Marvel is going to be set in the 90s. Okay. Oh. So, a little bit of a origin story for her. Uh, more, uh, more news that Fox does not know what to do with their properties. That's probably why they're selling. Uh, New Mutants has been pushed again. <laughs> okay. Originally to come out April 13th, was pushed to February 22nd, is now moved to August 2nd, 2019. Wow. Word is they are trying to make it a full horror movie, and there's a little bit of creative difference between uh, the director, (laughs) which um, uh, things I'm reading, the movie is good. Okay. It's just not, not that horror not scary enough for the studio. Ah. Uh, and wow. the director feels that the movie is fine the way it is. So it kind of sounds like he might not be back to do these reshoots that they're going to be doing. So. Wow. They just need yeah. to bring Deadpool in, man. <laughs> that yeah. could be their answer to everything. Yeah, tie them all together. I'd uh, watch it then. Right now, I don't <laughs> have a lot of high hopes. <laughs> that that trailer was interesting. I, I've read the comics. There's no horror. Yeah, I, I got that from the movie, but I never got that from the comics. But I was so curious. I said, you know what? Like I said, I try not to be stickler. I'm like, let's just see what new, new direction they go in. As long as you know yeah. they keep some of the core principles. I'm not 100. percent You know, it has to be as is. It is in the book. So, but I'm I'm really surprised they moved back. They they moved back the X Men one. It's it's just nuts, dude. Weird, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, X-Men is pushed uh, originally November 2nd. It's going to be February 14th next year. <laughs> Disney like, officially Day? owns that shit, right? Uh, not officially. The, they said the deal was going to take yeah. up to a year to finalize. Oh, so Somebody take that shit away from them, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Art, I was, I was reading the New Mutants back in the day, dude. That's when I was uh, – when, when those first issues came out of that is when I was really in the comics. And those and back then they were like groundbreaking, different from everything else that was going on. So that's I was really when I heard they were making a movie, I was like, wow, this is gonna be awesome because this is a total different take on the X universe. You know, these are you know kids doing their own thing, and but uh, of course Fox is gonna fuck it up. I mean, Fox has a worse track record than uh, DC almost. Yeah, who was who was almost. that? Really, getting there. Who was yeah. that really bizarre artist that did a lot of their stuff? Was it Bill Bill Sankovic? Was that his name? <laughs> Uh, I know that. I think that's uh, yeah. It's it's like Sikwich. It's it's a Polish last name. I can't pronounce it very well, but I know you're talking about. Yeah, really weird artwork, man. Yeah, it was cool though. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. But anyway, (laughs) the movie, huh? (laughs) Oh wait, when is New Mutants coming out then, Brian? Uh, August second next year. Next year. So next year. Oh wow. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, well, good. Trans- they got time to come out with 18 more trailers for it. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, transitioning to other movie news, uh, Josh Boone, who is directing New Mutants, is also developing uh, Stephen King's The Stand into a 10-hour oh. limited series. Oh, wow. yeah. Oh. Okay. Where uh, is that? Do they do they know where it's going? Is it Netflix uh, or is it CBS? Possibly uh, uh, CBS All, all access. access. All Access. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. That's cool. All right. You're trying to be a player. And the stand, I, even the shitty TV movies freaked me out when mm-hmm. I was a kid, man. Remember, what was that a three part series or yeah, three, you know, three, three night with Molly, yeah. Molly Ringwald in it? <laughs> yeah, and, I, mean, I was uh, young Jamie back Sher- then. Jamie Sheridan. Yeah, but it, it freaked me out back then. It was, uh, and, you know, obviously back in hindsight, it's not that good, but uh, it, right. it's a good property, good ideas, and hopefully it's executed right. That's all. Yeah, I would agree. And to finish the news off, one more Stephen King project is uh, the Tommyknockers is getting redone by James Wan. Hmm. Not my favorite of his books, but uh, Wan. James Wan. Can't be bad. Uh, James Wan is also, for for Tommyknockers, is teaming up with uh, IT producer Roy Lee. So they're doing uh, the Tommyknockers Hmm. movie together. They had a... Balky from Perfect Strangers in it, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think he was in the TV movie. Was he? <laughs> well, yeah. I know, I know Stephen King was famous for saying that he was on so much cocaine when he was writing that book that he wouldn't know from one day to the next what he had written before. <laughs> yeah. He was kind of making it up as he went along. That's in his own words. Makes sense how, why it's so fucking crazy. How much of his work do you think? was done on cocaine. That's a good point, because we've talked about know. that like three different times now. <laughs> Wasn't there a fair amount? Isn't there a story that he threw Carrie away and his wife kind of salvaged it from the trash can? Uh, he was just going to just, you know, get rid of yes. it? Cause something like that? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I he, heard that. Yeah, he, he, he hated Carrie. He wasn't going to put it out. And, uh, and his wife convinced him to do it. Wow. Huh. Man, that's uh, wow! And as they say, the rest is history. Yeah, yeah. big time. Every once in a while, you got to listen to her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow! And on that note, that is all the news. All right, cool. So, uh, Art, you ready? Yes, sir. Uh, where are we going? I think we're going to the trailer park. Trailer park. That's where the last Starfighter is. is oh, it? hey, wait a minute! That's kind of <laughs> he was in a trailer park. <laughs> it is where the stacks are too. What's the uh, first trailer, Brian? Uh, first one we're going to talk about is the house with a clock in its walls or on its walls, aka Goosebumps Two, huh? Oh, you just took the words right out of my <laughs> mouth. <laughs> this is starring Kate Blanchett, Jack Black, Kyle McLaughlin. Lorenza Izzo and directed by Eli Roth. No, it's not. <laughs> yes. Fuck you. Is it really? Are you serious? Uh, Eli Roth. No, oh my god. No, no, no. That's no, the man. No. How did the Kate guy, Blanchett? You gotta be kidding me. How did the, how did he get this movie? I don't know. How did he get Death Wish? Oh wow. Well, I'm out. <laughs> Has anybody you seen Death Wish? Was it any good? I seen it. It it was fine for what it was. It it does not need to be a Death Wish remake at all. It it oh needs to be something else. But 
the actual movie was okay. Bruce Willis, uh, half the movie he phoned it in. So typical of what he's been doing lately. But I didn't hate it. Mm. I didn't love it. But yeah. Kate yeah. Blanchett doing this one for a paycheck. You know Jack Black's always down. Yeah, man, because Lance took the words right out of my mouth because before I knew this was going to be the trailer, I, I played it for my son, and yeah. I did, I thought it was just another one of those Goosebump titles. Like, oh, the, you know, it looked just <laughs> like a – you know, it has Jack Black in it, and it's got that kind of same stick, you know, <laughs> kind of trying to be, you know, uh, a, a little more like, you know, uh, flanking on his name, but uh, mm-hmm. like those uh, – I don't know those horror goth movies and uh, somewhere in between, you know. Sure, yeah. sure. Uh, how did, what did your son think of it? Because my daughter's all into this movie. Oh no, he liked it. It comes around. Uh, when does it come out? Halloween around that time. Uh, September twenty-first. Yeah, so, t- oh, so he was down. He's like, oh, it's September twenty-first. But that, you know, he thought it was a Goosebumps uh, sequel. But he was actually into it, man. Uh, he's getting to the age yeah. where he's reading a lot of stuff now. He's dying, so he he's actually reading a lot of stuff. So he might pick up the book and actually, I don't know if it's based off a book or not. But if it's it is or something similar, yeah, he might check is. it out. Yeah, so he would definitely probably get the book and uh, and read it and tell me what's wrong with it and why it's not like the book and oh, stuff like that. No. Totally break <laughs> it down. Yeah. yeah, nine. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. well, he did that with a movie we're going to talk later about, but uh, yeah. All right. Well, Brian, yeah. Brian, we are going to be doing a double bill with this one and Medea Boo three. Oh, damn. Damn it, man. <laughs> See, and that's that's why I was getting that. I, I picked I'm this trailer sure review because uh, he's not kidding. I hope he's kidding. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, I think we owe it to the kids. We we told the kids they was going to come on. I figured we might throw this one on the schedule. Yeah. And damn it, Lance, if they fucking make another fucking move. <laughs> well, you know they're going to. <laughs> it's not like the last one didn't make any money. <laughs> Did it? Lance, my, Lance, my theater was it, packed. Lance, right? I've never, I've never said no to anything you've uh, put out there, but I'm yeah. not, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it. <laughs> not going, not going under for this one, huh? No. And what made it so bad is we didn't even huh? review it. We didn't even review it at all. I know. So I sat there for no oh, fucking reason. <laughs> Yeah, we were supposed to do a, a kids Halloween episode, so I, uh, I sat in the fucking theater for that shit, and we didn't even review it. It was uh, all just a prank. I never watched it. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! All right, uh, that movie comes out September twenty first, and we're going to move on to our last trailer, which is Cargo, starring Martin Freeman, Anthony Hayes, and Susie Porter, directed by Ben Howling and Yolanda Ramke. Another zombie movie. What did you guys think? Mm-hmm. Are they zombies? Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with zombies. It's some it's zombie infection movie, right? That's what it looked like to me. That's what it looked like. Uh, yeah. It looks, you know, like a small, I don't know. I mean, the story is all right. Kind of remind, even though it's not the same, it kind of reminds me of Maggie with, you know, the Arnold, Arnold zombie movie a oh, little. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's when I saw that kind of thought that, and it, it looks like a smaller that. story. I don't know if it's worth going to the movie theater or not for me. Uh, but I mean, I, I, I'll check it out when I can, but it's not like a, a must see for me. Yeah, I get it. I, I'm, I'm intrigued. I liked it. I like anything Martin Freeman's in. Uh, yeah, definitely. You know, it said it was, uh, the same studio that did, uh, Baba, Baba Duke. And that was a pretty good movie. I thought. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. 
So I'll I'll give it a try. I mean, how bad can it be with Martin Freeman in it, right? Right. That's true. Yeah, uh, definitely interesting. I don't know how much it stands out, but uh, it's it's it looks slightly different than most zombie movies, and I, I think they're going to take a very real take on it. Mm-hmm. And it looks like it's going to be all Martin Freeman doing the heavy lift on this because it looks like yeah. he's the main. He's going to do yeah, everything. Yeah, no kidding. He's in like yeah. every uh, scene, right? Castaway yeah. style. Yeah, and I, I don't think it's getting a theater release. I think it's going to be VOD, and uh, I think the release date is May 17th. Oh, okay. And, well, that doesn't uh, make me more excited, but I'll definitely watch it if it's VOD. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is uh, all the trailers we have. Uh, only two. Okay. Checked out some other ones, and they're fucking horrible, so I didn't even... Trying to watch what I pick after uh, two Jennifer, so. Oh, okay. Well, you know. I thought that was gonna break up the gang right here when I heard that show. Uh, <laughs> oh God! I, was, oh, Ness, I wasn't mad at Brian, but it was fun. Because uh, Ness mad. was on that show, right? Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. mad at myself. I was. I, I felt like I let you guys down. I could just yeah. see poor, disappointed Brian there, just with his head down over his microphone. I was like, oh gosh, you're giving it to <laughs> this guy hard. <laughs> You know, I, I knew it like ten minutes into the movie. I I, I chose wrong. Yeah. But Well, it makes sense. But yeah, if even if Kev doesn't like a movie, then it's really bad. Oh yeah. Mr <laughs> Mr. Ten on ten, hella good. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but uh all right, well, I mean not not every movie can be a masterpiece, you know? That one wasn't. Got to slog through some shit <laughs> to appreciate the good stuff, right? Absolutely. Yep. There you go. So, uh, all right, Philip. I know we. I know we gotta gotta have a little bit of Lister feedback, right? Patch Clear says, uh, "I think my biggest issue with this remake is we can't have Fred Gwynn reprise his role." Oh, I guess that's <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Devil's Rejects is uh, still way out ahead in our favorite zombie movie poll. Not zombie, zombie, Rob Zombie. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Stephen Loblad says uh, Halloween was really good, though. I I know a lot of people are not on board with that, but I, I liked it too. Um, Eric uh, Bylanox says I enjoyed Halloween two more than one. Uh, the Lords of Salem was garbage. Uh, <laughs> House of a Thousand Corpses showed a lot of promise, but didn't quite nail it. Uh, the Devil's Rejects was was his best film by ten miles. Uh, although I'm not happy to hear three from hell changes the ending, or at least uh, what the viewer is led to believe the ending is. Oh boy, no, you got that guy. I don't know. I, w- I want to take his opinion too uh, too serious myself. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> you heard it here. Uh, Eddie Ramirez says none of the above. <laughs> <laughs> Man, people are not big Rob Zombie fans. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Patrick Beck saying uh, he does have uh, does he have a movie that doesn't star Sherry Moon? If, if so, I'd say that one. Wow. <laughs> Good luck on that one. And it's right. so weird, right? When Rob Zombie, when I remember, you know, when he first got the gig for uh, Halloween, how, mm-hmm. you know, before everything and before anything, it was just, there was so much optimistic, everyone's, optim- you know, so positive about it. And then to see where we are when that came out and now it's like, wow, because, you know, everyone knew he was a true fan of horror and, 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 and everything like that. And now just to see that 
not that his opinions at all time, you know, or, or his respect level or whatever is at an all time level, but it just, right. The contradiction from where we started, you know, so positive to where now was like, ah, whatever, you know, we'll see it when we see it or, or what, anything nice to say at all. Not as yeah. bad as, not as bad as and, Eli Roth though, man. There he yeah, is. That's, that's true. See, yeah. And I remember him being really high on his, horse after uh house of a thousand corpses mm-hmm. and uh and and the devil's rejects you know because sure. it was like whoa where did this guy come from so i'm a fan uh let's see god damn it fucking bead is that his name yes. every time. every mm-hmm. single time be german <laughs> every second i'm every sorry time. dude every single time i see your name i fuck it up <laughs> get you every time mate uh, he says, uh, hey, everyone, uh, after taking a few months hiatus due to uh, both working and uh, and other stuff happening in my life, my long-awaited seventh edition of Horror Down Under column is now online at thescreencast.com. Uh, in this one, I reviewed the almost 1987 giant killer crocodile film Dark Age. Uh, the almost lost 1987 giant killer croc film. Uh, check it out. Dark Age. I've never seen it, never, man. I have never to heard that of out. it. It's totally lost on me. Now, Brian, you've seen everything. I've seen that, but it's been a you while. <laughs> I, all the yeah, crocodile movies are all the same fucking movie, man. <laughs> so, is it an Australian film? I do to not the best remember. Best of your recollection? No. It's a crocodile down under. <laughs> <laughs> but check it out at thescreamcast.com please ladies and gentlemen all right yeah he's uh, a pretty cool guy I, I haven't interacted with him a lot but he's a very positive cool guy and uh he, he seems like you know he'd be an awesome guy and i've read some of his stuff so go check it out man it's, it's really worth it we gotta get yeah, him on the show definitely. so i stop fucking up his name more it's just the damn time difference that'll be hard uh, for you guys oh difference. i know <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem we kept it happening with marcy oh. <laughs> all right we're all like drunk at night, and she's like, "I just woke up." She's hung over. Up. <laughs> she's hung over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so Samantha Bean created a poll. Check that out, Miss. I don't like horror. <laughs> um, I scrolled down to get some personal reviews on these flicks, but I figured uh, I would just ask here. Jim and I are wanting to go to the theater this weekend, uh, which they've probably already been. But uh, what should we spend money on to see? Any input is most appreciated. Uh, the options are Death Wish, Ooh. Unsane, <laughs> or The Strangers. I'll go with Unsane. Yeah, I'll go with Unsane. Yeah, yeah. I have to agree with that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> well, there's our vote. Even though you've probably already seen it, listeners, go to that poll posted March 24th and help a fellow listener out with some advice. Uh, let's see. Regarding Santa Clarita Diet. Yeah. Katie Dillon says uh, we are watching it now. It's a fucking fun show, man. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, what is it, Drew Barrymore, Timothy, all the fun. They make that show because I think their oh, whole yeah. relationship. 100%. Also, I, I like the daughter, too. Yeah, she's not bad. Yeah. Like, if she was on her own, she'd annoy the shit out of me. But with right. those two, she works well. <laughs> Yeah, she's probably. Uh, I think she's she's going to be a pretty pretty big actress here pretty soon. I get I get the feeling. 
She's kind of yeah. got that, she's that quirky, quirky type of character, you know? Yeah, very sarcastic. Uh, yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> um, so that's it for uh, our listener feedback. Uh, we love to hear from you guys. Thanks to everybody who reaches out to us. Um, as always, you can reach us at our Facebook or Podbean page, or you can email us directly at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. Or uh, check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, uh, Facebook group page. Go check that guy out. And please, 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 please leave us a review on iTunes. Preferably five stars. We will bribe you if necessary. Yeah. Uh, can, can I say Actually, something really yeah, can I say something go, really you quick? Ahead. You go ahead, Brian. Okay. I just want to clear the air about our March Madness episode. I've Uh-oh, been getting a lot of... on uh, this one. Uh, I, I'm getting a lot of uh, messages and comments. <laughs> it, it was not fixed. Yeah, what we did not choose that. Yeah, we chose. We didn't. We we invited people to come on. They picked the they picked the uh, the entries, and that was we just hosted <laughs> a lot fixed. of people. Yeah, I've heard the word fixed quite <laughs> fixed. a bit. Rigged. Okay. Rigged. I was not happy about that, that decision. One. To, I was to, to I was not either. Out there because Evil Dead Two is way better. I think yes, too much respect was given to uh, the Bride of Frankenstein, man. I, yeah. I think it was, it was just people, Possibly. you know, just put it on a pedestal, and and because every time, like towards, I think the final three votes it was up against, uh, they would just say, "Well, this one changed the landscape." Yeah, you know what? Right, I, right. We all appreciate for what it did for cinema, but it is not the best horror movie. You know, uh, Aliens got knocked out. Did, did that knock out Aliens when they went ahead? Did, did they go ahead? Aliens. Yeah, I was like, no, I expected- get out of here. <laughs> I expected Evil Dead 2 versus Aliens in the finals, yeah. and uh, that's yeah. not what happened. It was starting, yes. to up, it starting to look that way, was it? You're talking about a dark horse, huh? Right? Yeah, Steve, Steve from the League of Geeks uh, on uh, their previous episode again voiced his displeasure for the outcome. <laughs> oh, shit happens, man. It, it won yeah. fair and square, dude. Yeah. That's why you play the game. I just wanted to throw that out there. We did, we did not set that up for it because if it was me in the in the in the March Madness episode, I, that wasn't even a thought to even put it in the bracket. So, oh, well, it, it was definitely in there. wouldn't have won. <laughs> well, any, any given Sunday, boys. Even the Cubbies have got to win a World Series every once in a while, right? That's right. Even the Red Sox, <laughs> man. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, so that's uh, the end of our listener feedback. We love to hear from everybody. You guys ready? Know what's up. Are y'all ready to roll out another uh, contest? I'm just about ready to get those t-shirts and, and koozies started on. All right, sure. All right, so here we go. Just like we did last time. Official rules, nothing to it. Just leave us an iTunes review. What can be easier? That you can just go in there and say how you feel. We would love and it refer if you'd... a friend. Yeah, that would be good. We'd love it if you'd give us the maximum number of stars, but, you know, be honest, you know, to give us some some uh, critical feedback if you feel like we deserve it. And um, you'll get your choice of either a uh, Horror Returns t-shirt of your size or a Horror Returns koozie. And uh, probably run it about six weeks. We'll probably run the contest up until we go to Texas Frightmare, which is the weekend of, what, 5th, 6th, and 7th of May. So nice. you got until about then to, to to go ahead and get your iTunes reviews in, and um, yeah, if you can if you can refer some new listeners and uh, 
tell us who you referred and have them uh, let us know that you told us about the show. You know, we can consider that as well. But we'll but ignore uh, that being honest thing. We definitely want five stars. All right, fair enough. You're our <laughs> PR guy, Philip. So give give us the real spiel now, or I will come find you. <laughs> Not really. Oh. <laughs> oh boy! All right, that was so pretty that's, serious. That's the contest. That's the contest. Uh, you guys in? Yep. All right. Yeah, cool. Sounds like a plan. Till we run out of t-shirts. Yeah. Till we run out, and then maybe we'll print some more. We'll see what see how it goes. Roger. Uh, all right. So and and by the way, if you've written one before and you want to do a new, uh, <laughs> you want to do a new one, go for it. I think you have to go in and create a new user ID or get a family member to do it or something like that. But let's say you got a T-shirt and you want a koozie to go with it. You know, hey, something to think about. If you ain't cheating. You ain't trying. Yeah, <laughs> that's so. There you that's go. My model. <laughs> All right. So you guys are ready. We can move on to our featured attractions. What do you say? Player one and also uh, the last starfighter. So we get a little trivia, as we always do. The last starfighter directed by Nick Castle, also known for Tag the Assassination Game and The Boy Who Could Fly. Uh, writer Jonathan Betuel, also known for the t- short-lived TV show Freddy's Nightmares. And the really weird movie Theodore Rex with Whoopi Goldberg. Anybody seen that one? (laughs) Oh, I I remember that cover, that VHS cover. (laughs) I don't remember that at all. That that name is very familiar. (laughs) I think I blocked it from my memory. Probably. (laughs) Show us on this Muppet dinosaur where you were touched, right, (laughs) Philip? Right. (laughs) It was Whoopi. She did it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. The creators used all visual effects, except, of course, makeup and explosions on a computer. So this was like one of the first uh, uh, computer animated uh, films. Or, oh, or and you can com- tell when it was on a computer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did, it look, did it look like uh, Tron or something like that? The video game Tron or Pac-Man or something? It's close. <laughs> it pretty all shots of spacecraft. And space were generated uh, generated on a Cray XMP computer. The uh, Star Car, to tie in a little bit to our next movie here, uh, was based on a DeLorean, including its gold wing doors and its stainless steel construction. Now, oh, here's yeah. the part that makes me a little sad that I did not rewatch this movie, so I'm not going to be talking about it tonight. But uh, in addition to the major Star Trek universe roles later played by Starfighter cast members. Will Wheaton and Mark Alamo, several uh, several others in the movie's cast, uh, guest starred in various Star Trek franchises. They include Dan Mason, Barbara Boston, Norman Snow, and Jeffrey Blake. But notable among them is Meg Wiley, who played one of the Talosian Keepers in the original Star Trek pilot, The Cage. So that's Whoa! Going, that's going pretty far back. So uh, Check that out. I did see this movie, Art, as you graciously pointed out, because of my fucking advanced age, you asshole. I did did see it on opening day, you cocksucker. I I just did the math. We're just happy your memory's still around, man. I was actually a fucking teenager already when this came out, so fuck. Um, But The Last Starfighter, have not seen it since then. So I'm out. Art, you're our guest. Well, yeah, this is, you know, I I was two when this movie came out, but I 
am aware of movies of you know this genre the 80s and and uh the way the movies were made i i tried to watch this with my son and he was not having this he looked at me and just fucking walked out the room <laughs> and uh he's like no dad i ain't watching this shit and he just yeah. laughed he he didn't say that but the look the look he said you know that was all i needed but uh me it, it, for the people that weren't born in that time that weren't used to these movies you know it's hard for them to accept or, or buy in to this but i you know i grew up watching like et the flight of navigator you know all crazy movies like this so i was used to it and you know it's you know do you have to take on the limitations of movie making both in story and in production alley. And uh, it was all right, man. It wasn't as bad as I thought. The story was a little thin. Some parts didn't make sense. But uh, I think this movie would have been benefited a little more, like I said earlier with uh, I Kill Giants. It's just the lead actor, uh, Alex, was just a little younger. Because, I mean, fucking, he's like 25. He's playing a teenager or whatever. But uh, if he was just a little younger and a little more vulnerable, I think it went a long way. You know, the concept's cool. But I mean, Cooler is a little better video game, uh, you know. But uh, some of the, uh, I think his name was Centauri, the the guy that uh, drafted him for the Great Galactic War. Yeah. I think uh, he was a little over the top. And yeah, uh, there's like, yeah, my boy. Yeah. But uh, if he, there was really, they, they try to give you a little emotional pull there with him. And it was just not there because, you know, you didn't develop any sort of relationship. Felt like a Obi Wan. Kenobi, uh, Luke Skywalker relationship they're trying to push for, but it just wasn't there. You know what I mean? But uh, all in all, I, I, it wasn't too bad, man. I, you know, I like I said, I grew up watching movies like this, so I could buy in and at, at least appreciate it for what it was. Uh, yeah, man. I, I, I I'm kind of agreeing with uh, about everything that you said. Uh, actually, Flight of the Navigator is what I thought I was about to watch. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and then I was like. Oh, I remember this movie. Um, it's okay, man. It's uh, it's super fucking cheesy, mm-hmm. um, which is not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, I, I think that they at least did a pretty good job with the cheese. Uh, it's very dated. The special effects are like like they go from live action to palm, basically. <laughs> <That's a> palm. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and every time they show a scene of space or something, it looks like that. Uh, so I mean, you got you gotta kind of be ready for that stuff. Centauri was <laughs> Centauri was definitely over the talk. That guy was a traveling salesman. If I have ever seen one in my life, it's like and, Barnum uh, Bailey, <laughs> right? <laughs> the greatest showman, huh? Yeah, that I think we crossed over movies. Have. Man, he overacted the shit out of that. Jim Carrey ain't got nothing on this guy. uh but uh and it did make me move a little slow i I think i wanted to like this more than i actually did there was some charm there 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 was just it just didn't in cat you know would i go back and see this anytime soon no i mean the coolest thing is they lived in the coolest trailer park ever everyone was super nice no one's doing meth i mean it's pretty cool you know Like everyone well, knows everyone's business. Everyone's like, no, that's not how the trailer parks are, bro. Not the you ones know, I've been to. You know they were all doing that because yeah, because when he broke the uh, when he broke the record, hey, everyone, come random- over. Alex's gonna break the record. I'm like, get out of here, dude. <laughs> <laughs> on the random one little arcade machine that they have, 
and 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 the black dude just gets up. The, the old man who I guarantee you gives not a shit about that arcade <laughs> game comes up and tells everybody, "Hey, Alex is gonna break the record." To which everybody's reply should have been the record on what? <laughs> yeah. but it's no. like it's like in them small towns when everybody goes to to the high school games and they follow it. That that's their high school football game right there. What? Watch yeah. everybody play a video game. Yes, I'm not buying that one because <laughs> they all come down cheering and like I mean, they all already have out. signs written up and shit. You know, holding them above is like it's a fucking wrestling match. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was, it was definitely, it definitely had some cheese, but, uh, it was, it was still a little bit endearing, man. I kind of enjoyed it. Um, Mm -hmm. not as much as I wanted to, I'm definitely not going to go back and watch it anytime soon, but I'm not mad that I watched it. Yeah. Same here. That's, that's a great point. Yeah. I'm not mad. It it wasn't a waste of time. Now you could say you've seen it and, and you know, what it help you out. (laughs) You got some nostalgia. That's for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I'm a little biased. Um, when when I when I was watching this as a, as a, as a kid, I fucking loved this movie. So that's probably why I own it. <laughs> but um, it it there are stuff that doesn't hold up that I know. You know, this is classic '80s sci-fi where you got guys in the back with the twisted knobs and punching blinking lights, and they're really not doing anything. And <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. and then the villains are a little. Oh my blah. god. Okay, I want to bring. Got the worst villain ever. I want to bring something up. The the guy, what is his name? Uh, Shit, I wrote it down. Emperor Uh, Zorg. No, Lord Krill. Oh, what 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 is the use of his red lens? Because I is that the turtle guy? I don't. No, 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 no. The bad guy's son. The guy's son. No, 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 no. Uh, Oh, the bad uh, guy. I got you. Yeah, he had the little red lens that flipped back and forth. But now, only I on one to, eye, like yeah, just I tried, while he okay. was randomly talking to people. Yeah, rewatching. I tried to follow. Maybe there were specific <laughs> reasons why it would happen, but there'd be something. There'd be a scene where he's reading something where he doesn't have it, and then someone will walk up to him, talking to him, and then oh. flip over his eye. I haven't. I've been trying to figure out what is the purpose of that lens. Maybe he has cool. a, a lazy eye. It's a corrective lens. But it it is cheesy, but there there's a lot of things I still like. I like the whole the aspect of the you know finding somebody to be a starfighter with this video game training them. You know, yeah. it's basically the basis of Future Man, the Hulu show. Yeah, yeah. Which and, they uh, bring up in the yes. Hulu show. Which haven't watched I it yet. I think I think I read that Seth Rogen was writing a remake to Starfighter, which turned into Future Man. Oh. So, but yeah, the, uh, I, Art, I agree with you. Uh, the 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 main actor, he could have been younger, but again, this was a, at a time when there was just so many older people playing these young roles, especially like in you know high school movies, when you could tell these uh, high schools were not nowhere near that age. Yeah, yeah, you're Luke Perry's. You know, they're still in high school. Yeah, Balding, <laughs> yeah. John yeah. Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, and right. this guy's haircut made me decide that I probably need a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting a little long. And you know what? I'm a sucker for Well, two things I really did like about the movie. One, one not so much. I, I'm a sucker for how you like me now moments where, you know, he came back in the uh, at the end of the movie with a spaceship and, you know, to prove, even though they had that one fucking guy like, 
uh, sure you got aliens. I'm like, dude, I, you know, he didn't believe him. I'm like, dude, I just came in a fucking spaceship and you don't think I have, a, you know, an alien or whatever on the on the board. But uh, that one that that scene went a little too long. But you know what? I did really like the the that he actually left Earth. I, you know, most movies like that, they'll stay for fucking because, you know, the, the kid, his brother or his mom. But, you know, for re- really, you know, he said, fuck it. I'm out. I, what, what am I going to do here on Earth? So I actually do like that. He just took off. It was a cool it, adventure. Yeah, for real. I mean, he, he he has the technology to come back whenever, so it's not a big deal. But sometimes movies like this, they try to tug at your heartstrings and, no, I'm going to stay here with my brother or I'm going to stay here with my mom. Like, no, he, he was like, fuck them. Fuck I'm this gone. place. I'm out. <laughs> you know? Again, oh, again the most accepting. Bye. Again, no, she, the most accepting people ever. She No, she went with him, right? She went with him eventually, but at first yeah. he was like, Come with me. And she was like, no. And he's like, all right, later. Peace. Yeah. What, what, what about Granny? Like, yeah. What about Granny? What about they, Granny? Was, granny told her to go. I got a spaceship, girl. Let's go. <laughs> this yeah, motherfucker that, came down here with an alien and a spaceship. You better get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Yeah, a very weird weird crowd in that in that trailer park. But I did like the, 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 guy, the asshole guy that got his truck stolen and blown up. Yeah, yeah. If you pay, if you, uh, well, you guys will probably never rewatch it again, but if you ever do, just pay attention to him as the spaceships there. He could not give a shit. He is not impressed <laughs> at all. My truck's still fucked up. Because <laughs> that motherfucker stole his truck. <laughs> he wasn't even really that much of an asshole. I mean, he was a douchebag. He was, he, yeah, he was a douchebag. It was his truck. <laughs> yeah. He was just trying to have a good time. And Go down by the lake. Yeah. There's no real bad guys in this movie except that balding idiot alien who threw temper tantrums yeah <laughs> yeah that that's it was very Bruiser. black and white about you know the the good there's good and there's bad you know and right. it's just a simple story you could tell it's easily aimed for kids of that age you know now like as you know we got fucking all these crazy comic book movies that uh brian loves but uh yeah you know like i said oh, it was God. hard for <laughs> hard for my son to he he saw it looked at me and said, i'm gonna go play video games dad I'm like, all right man see you later <laughs> pretty a lot a lot for him to to swallow huh with the night two yeah. graphics so i'm gonna be the, my own last starfighter man i'm out here <laughs> my wife wouldn't even watch it Lance, get myself Lance, what did what did you think of the movie when you seen it um originally the best i remember i thought it was pretty cool you know in 1984 <laughs> <laughs> you got to put everything in perspective man you know i mean we didn't have too much to compare it to back then that's true, yeah. You know, plus plus I was you know quite a bit quite a bit younger. I, I don't know if it would be as exciting now. I I would have definitely watched the movie, but shit, I couldn't find it for free anywhere, and I was damned if I was gonna pay to rent it. <laughs> I guess I had to rent it twice. A lot right there, huh? <laughs> you had to rent it twice. Yeah, Amazon oh, gives you thirty days to watch it, but if you start it, they only give you twenty four hours to finish it. Are you serious? Oh wow! Yep. <laughs> oh man. So what happened? Oh, I just I started it and fell asleep and fucking forgot about it. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I watched it but again. But you ended you ended up okay. Oh yeah, I watched it. I, I mean, still in the scheme of thing, five bucks is not too bad. Scores? Yeah, art. Uh, I would give this like a yeah six point five. Man, I I want to give it a seven, but it's like hard to warrant a seven. It's like. It's a six point five, but it's not as bad as a, it sounds. But it, it is very dated. <laughs> but six point five is pretty good, man. 
Yeah, it's pretty dated. Like. It'd be hard for anyone fucking past the age of, you know, if you're 17 and under, 18 and under, it'd be really hard sure. for you to buy into this. If you're a little older than that, I, it, you know, you might be a little more mature, but I mean, I wouldn't recommend, I can't think of a single person that I'd recommend, hey man, I got the perfect movie for you. <laughs> so, you know, you happen to come on it, it's on late at night, you know. Right. It's, it's not the worst. Doesn't sound like I missed too much. No. Yeah, I'm I'm not far off of you. I'm going to give it a six. Um, I liked it better than I didn't like it. Uh, but yeah, definitely very dated and there's not really a reason to watch it. I mean, it's, it's, it's a cool movie to watch once at some point because it is yeah. sort of a classic, but, uh, probably not going to watch it anytime again in the near future. Right. right. Uh, man, um, you're, you're not going to show it to the kids. No, they're not going to give a shit at all. <laughs> I think he likes his kids. He doesn't want to punish them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is it that bad art? You said six and a half, dude. Uh, no, I, for my kid, like, there's not enough razzle doubt. I mean, now yeah, kids are yeah. used to so much more that this would be punishment. Yeah. yeah. True. I'm going to go with a seven. It's cheesy, but it's cheesy goodness. And I can I can still rewatch it and have fun with it. Yeah, I respect it. You grew up with it. So, like, me, this is my first time. But, if I, you know, I have plenty of movies in my past that I – are cheesy, but you know, they have a special mm-hmm. place in my heart. So I can respect that man. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's a lot of movies from that time that, that I love, but I definitely would find it hard to recommend to other people. Cause I don't, I just don't think they would get it. Kind of like when we did uh enemy mine a little bit. Yeah. See now I love enemy mine. Yeah, I do too. I tried my wife. I tried to watch it with my wife and she was fucking bored out of her mind. <laughs> But, you know, she was, it's because she had never seen it before, so. Sure. Didn't didn't care didn't care a bit, huh? No. <laughs> and she right. watches she watches Medea movies, so what does she know? So. <laughs> so we've got a what do we got, a six, six and a half and a seven? Yep. Alright. You guys are recommending it. Kind Somewhat. Of. It's like yeah. a quality. There's like pre qualifiers yeah. to recommend this. You know, like the right. You know, like I said, you had to meet sure. some certain criteria. You got to be like over thirty. <laughs> yeah, had to play video right. games around this time. The, things of that nature. There's some pre qualifiers there. But yeah, yeah, it's not not horrible. Got to be a big fan of uh, of Pong, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you guys ready to move on to something a little bit more uh, modern? Yes, I yeah. am. I'm really ready, yeah. Player One. All right, Ready Player One was directed by uh, Steven Spielberg, also known for, you know, well, if what, if you're listening to this show, you probably already know, right? Probably name a half dozen right off the top of your head, if not a dozen movies that, that, that this guy's done. Is that the guy who directed you know who he is. War Horse? Uh, yeah, Warhorse and uh, the Post did the Post this year. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's that's the guy. I've um, never so seen any to... of his movies. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> Post was uh, not that great a movie. I didn't think. What'd you guys think? Anybody seen, seen it? it? No, I haven't seen it. All right, well that says a lot. Okay, writers Ernest Klein from his novel, along with Zach Penn, and Zach Penn is also known for uh, screen screenplays for the Avengers. And several of the everything goes full circle on this show X Men movies. Oh, there you go. Um, now, now get this, uh, Art. This you're going to find this interesting. 
Christopher Nolan, Robert Zemeckis, Matthew Vaughn, Peter Jackson, and Edgar Wright were all considered in the consideration to direct this film. Wow, that's interesting, yeah. man. Talk about it. Those killer. are all huge names. It's a killer. It's a killer's row, right? Yeah. Well, look who they ended up with. Fucking Spielberg. Yeah, no kidding. No he kidding. just he just went up to his like, no, guys, I got this. He just yeah, took the script exactly. writer as <laughs> who's gonna argue with him? Yeah. Yep. He's um, like, the movie is based on me, so I'll do the movie. Yep, a lot <laughs> of it is. A lot of the book is. Um some controversy surrounded the film when Ty Sheridan uh was cast due to the fact that casting website Cast It Talent had advertised the film was looking for an unknown. Uh several people sent in their audition videos in hopes of being cast, as the casting call said unknown talent. When news of uh, Mud's casting, that is the kid from Mud, right? Yes. Uh, broke less than a day after the casting campaign of Cast It Talent but had ended, by the way. The reaction of people who auditioned ranged from understanding that they likely wouldn't be picked anyway to outraged by the fact they had been lied to. Whoops. I, you know what? Even though he's done movies like X Men, I think he's still unknown. Zombie apocalypse, man. It's just uh, you know Ty Sheridan kind of. I don't think anybody really knows. Plus, he has he has that visor on in in the X Men movie, so it's like he's not a hundred percent recognizable in public. You know? Yeah. Well, he's he's one of those people where I was like, I've seen that guy before. I know he's in something, but I couldn't tell you what it was. I know this kid. Uh, Spielberg stated that Ready Player One is the most difficult film he has done since Saving Private Ryan. Wow. wonder so, why that uh, is. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, wow. It's going to be hard to talk about this one without spoilers because we, we definitely don't want to. I, I mean, there were a lot of things that happened that I even read the book and I wasn't expecting. So, you know, I, I guess we need to tread lightly before we get into spoilers. Think about this, man. Was that oh, sorry. That was a me. <laughs> no, that was <laughs> Damn, that was my dog, dog flipping out. Uh-huh. Yeah, sorry guys. <laughs> you can probably hear all the wind in the background too. Man, it is windy as shit down here. <laughs> yeah, sounds pretty nice. Anyway, my bad. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, what? Uh, what, I, well, Art, you want to go first on this one? Yeah, man. Uh, just a little pref- to preface this a little. I did the audiobook myself uh, yeah. a few years ago, three, maybe more years ago. Oh, okay, so you've already so done the whole book thing. I, I did the book. Unfortunately, it was narrated by Will Wheaton, who was very annoying. But uh, <laughs> to give credit to the book, I, I was able to power through because the, the story was compelling to me. Sure. And uh, I, I always held on to it. I really liked it. I never thought, you know, when the news was about this was being a movie, and then not only that it was going to be made into a movie, that Steven Spielberg was going to direct it. There was a right. lot of, you know, I was very ha- heavily anticipating it. And uh, uh, somewhere along the way, a few months ago, uh, there's a guy from the binge uh, Facebook group named Johnny Mendoza, and he said that he's going to have his daughter read the book. I'm like, well, I had a, a copy of that book from a, a Loot Crate when I used to subscribe to Loot Crate. I had a copy of Ready Player One. So I actually gave it to my son, and he got halfway through. You know, the, he's nine, so it was a little more for me. He got three quarters of the way done, and he liked it. It's just, you know, some of, it, it's still for, a little hard for him to break it down and stuff like that. But uh, he was telling me about 
you know, stuff that I forgot about with Parsville and this and the Oasis and asking me what was going on. I was like, wow. So right there that this was the, earlier this year, this was easily the most anticipated movie he, he was looking forward to uh, besides maybe Avengers. And I, I was looking forward to. So that being said, you know, we got pumped up. We saw it uh, Saturday morning. We couldn't see it Friday night. Uh, I saw it Saturday morning and me and my son, I have, I have uh, two boys, one's four and uh, my wife and my, my nine year old sitting next to me. And we we're just throughout the whole movie, just geeking out. He was, ta- you know, telling me, hey, did you see this guy? Did you see that? Because there's a lot of characters in this book. It, this movie was fucking a really fantastic, fun ride for me, man. It was, uh, this is the most fun interaction my son's had in a movie that which made me feel, you know, that much happier. I, I couldn't help at some point. Just, I'm fucking literally grinning just noticing my cheeks are hurting because I just have a smile on my face at, at, at a lot of parts of the movie. Two thirds of this movie were fucking excellent. Just awesome. And uh, the third act for me falls off a little, gets a little sappy, uh, a little heavy on the score. Uh, the now You can start feeling the Spielberg, uh, you know, his method of movies. I mean, it, it really felt heavy on a lot of that, you know, what Spielberg is known for a lot of over sappiness at some points, uh, but two thirds of this. Yeah. Yeah. Ha- happy ending. You know, the, the, the teenagers prevail, which, you know, that's in the book. There's no, no big problem, but uh, it, it two thirds of this movie and some stuff that we'll get into later, I guess that I was not expecting also. And uh, you know, this movie, there's a lot of crossover characters from so many different franchises. Unfortunately, uh, copyrights being what they were, they couldn't get them, but the the ones they used instead to uh, make up for them were awesome. Mm-hmm. And man, I really, I think this is the funnest time. I'm not saying it's the best movie, but this is the funnest time I've had a movie in a very, very long time. And it, it, I, I, it it's a great movie. I, I loved it. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I also I, I can't say it's the best movie, but it was a hell of a lot of fun, and it was just Easter egg after Easter egg after Easter egg in this movie. And uh, I, I really enjoyed the characters and and them trying to you know figure out these clues. And I you know I felt in you know invested trying to you know I didn't read the book, so this was all new to me. So maybe maybe that had something to do with it. But I just thought it was a fun ride and. I, I wish I wish Simon Pegg's in, I love Simon Pegg but I wish he had something more to do in this movie I understand the character he's playing but maybe he could have played something else mm-hmm. there's just a couple characters or a couple actors in this movie I just kind of thought were wasted they were just there yeah so <laughs> but overall I thought I thought it was just a lot of fun and I can't wait to get the spoilers yeah, you think you think there was a lot going on in this movie, brother? Wait till we see the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've at least had you know some some rise up from all of those different people. Um, yeah, I I I, I, I am kind of right on par with you guys, man. I took my uh, so my kids are uh, I have a seven year old boy and um, my little girl just turned five like last week. Um, all right, cool, awesome. She was a little bit bored, but uh, my seven-year-old is kind of a video game nerd already, so uh, he was loving it. He he had a, he had a great time. Um, I had a great time too, man. I thought this movie was super fun. Uh, it's not, you know, the most heart-wrenching movie, or you know, they're they're not giving you big symbolism or any of that. 
But uh, I mean, if if you're gonna go on like summer blockbuster style stuff, dude, this was a lot of fun, and it was like hitting you in the face with a baseball bat of nostalgia. And uh, uh, they had like just a little bit of everything from from all the way up from like seventies to nineties. So if you grew up at all. Then you can probably relate <laughs> at some point to this. Oh movie. man, that's got to go on the on the cover art right there, man. Yeah, because <laughs> you're right. They had video game references. They had movie references. They had pop culture references. They had music references. Okay. So it had it had something for everyone. And you know, and you don't have to be. Like, you know, we said about Last Starfighter. All these pre qualifiers. Like you could be a living person that has a television or has access to the internet and you will notice things in this, in this uh, show or I'm sorry, in this movie. And that's what it just made it so freaking fun. And there was a lot, I know there was some criticism because the over nostalgia, like if there's anyone that could do it, it's Steven Spielberg. Right. And, and the thing is they didn't really focus on too much because there's so many, you know, nostalgic or pop culture references. They're just everywhere. Nothing's really heavily focused on. It's just maybe someone's walking by. Maybe it's a car that drove by or, or it, it, to me, it was just that part was so awesome. It, it, it was obviously way more substance or style than substance, but this is one of the few times where that really, really helped out the movie. And uh, like I said, it was just so for me, for us, it was, I can't, I'm like, I'm telling you, man, it was just crazy. My son, they really, we don't talk too much in the movies, but he's like, you know, hey, he's asking me this, and then at the end of the movie, he asked me if I liked it, which never happens. And I was like, wow. And I'm like, how about you? He's like, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing it again. And uh, I, you know, I can't wait till we see it again and and just catch it. You know, all the little Easter eggs characters. You know, we've seen a few YouTube videos. I, I didn't see that guy, or he saw one guy, and I didn't see another guy. So now we're just, you know, can't wait to see it again. And that's kind of crazy for us to. Actually, you know, besides a, a Pixar movie or a mm-hmm. Disney animated movie, to actually he wants to see it again. See, and that's uh, the part that I kind of liked about it because the whole movie was based on, you know, they have to find this Easter egg, uh, which yeah. is in the preview, so no spoilers or anything. But uh, so they have to find this Easter egg to, to take over the game and basically rule the world. But, uh, in in a game that's about a bunch of Easter eggs, they have so many Easter eggs in it. I feel like if you um, are trying to get everything from this movie, you're going to need to see it probably 10 or 15 times. And I, I, I can only imagine that's what Spielberg is going for because he didn't go real heavy on the on the story uh, this time, which, you know, he can do, but he didn't. And I, I think he kept it very light and fun and uh that's that's what it was you know i mean is it the greatest movie that he's ever made god no i I mean you're talking about one of the greatest directors of all time but uh in in his fashion it was a hell of a fun movie to watch man i definitely wasn't disappointed the only people that I see that are disappointed are the people who like really, really love the book, and they're just mad because this wasn't just like the book. Yeah, like a page-for-page page remake, basically. Right. Which, and I haven't read the book. Just to to throw that out there, I haven't. Mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't. Even, I wasn't even, and I didn't even really know this was a book until it came out. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was. It was a pretty. It was a pretty big hit, man. It's uh, yeah. Well, shit, ladies and gentlemen, I hate to say this, but we've, I think we got our very first ever 
you're here for some history art um huh. it's our very first ever horror returns geek circle jerk because i think all <laughs> four of us fucking love this movie and uh yeah. everything you guys said is absolutely right we'll address in more detail later the the differences between the books or the movies but i think the main i think all the arguments that the readers the that that don't like the movie or or, or think on this first viewing they don't like the movie because it's not you know lockstep with the book I think if you think about it, all all three major instances that that made changes for visual purposes and for action and moving the plot along, it made perfect sense. I actually would have been pissed off, I think, if they had done exactly what happened in the book. So I think Steven Spielberg made some very good decisions to, you know, keep the spirit of the game going, but change a a few of the details in there to make it more visual and and more kinetic. So I got no no problem with any of that. Book's very new. What, what would you say, Art, three or four years ago? Oh, no, okay. it's a little older than that. It might be like 2010. Two th- wow, that long ago. Okay. Well, I, I, I must have come late to the party then because I think I only read it like maybe uh, four years ago or something. Because it feels like it's got a whole lot of like, you know, futuristic stuff that okay. is like very plausible. Yeah. yeah came- well, the, the biggest difference, and, and this isn't a, a, you know, this isn't a spoiler at all, but the book is very, very specifically the 80s. And obviously, like Art was referring to, I'm sure they couldn't get all those licenses. So, you know, they did They did kind of go outside the 80s with some, you know, some 90s stuff and, and a little bit of 70s and, and what late 70s and whatnot. But, yeah, I think they did a great job sticking to the spirit of the book, but adding a lot of uh, cool visual effects to it. Spielberg's a master. I mean, you know, I I think that his heart is more in these kind of movies. They say it's not. A lot of the articles I've read about him are that he makes these types of movies now because he has to to get the money to make the the the, the little indie drama type shit that he wants to make. I I can't watch something like this and believe that his heart wasn't into it. Can you guys? Yeah. No, there is a lot of passion and love. I mean, it was just fun. I mean, I don't know how else to explain, but it just fun. And you can make this kind of movie just by being that. Eh, throw this crap in there. Throw this guy. Throw that. I mean, it, it it was you know visually stunning at points. The first action sequence was awesome. Uh, the second act, the big thing in the second act, that blew my socks off. I I was not expecting that at all. And uh, I mean, it, that part alone could has to you know if that that could tell you right there that he he was in it you know just the amount of time they play it, spent in that location in the second act mm-hmm. uh you For could sure. tell that it was you know all right he's in because there's first of all that was able to do that second of all that he was able to execute it as well as he did it, i mean there's no way you're gonna half-ass that the guy's yeah. a great storyteller i mean to go from something like schindler's list and saving private ryan to this and still make it pretty amazing. Like, dude, I, I can't imagine that Steven Spielberg couldn't walk up to any producer right now and be like, hey, this is the movie I want to make. Are, are you going to are you gonna fund me? Mm-hmm. And, uh, of like, listen, my answer is yes, and I don't have the money to fund him. But I'd fucking find it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hey, we got we got so- we got Soderbergh uh, last week and, Spiel- and Spielberg this week, you know, a couple of couple of masters of their craft i would say yeah but yeah i think his uh, i think you're right his his heart was definitely in this one um 
as it is with a lot of the other movies that he makes, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy doesn't make movies just to just to fuck around, you know? I, I mean, do want to I do want to talk a little bit about the the main actors, but I don't I don't want to do that until we get into spoilers. All right. So, uh, what do you, what do you guys think in here? Just want to go ahead and do scores? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, there's there's a lot to spoil here, you know, and it, and if somebody hasn't seen this movie yet after after this, they probably need to just Put this sucker on pause and just come back and listen yeah. to us later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Art, definitely go watch it. Art, well, you know we know we you know we do one to ten, man. Yeah, well, I'm gonna give this an eight point five, and I'll, with potential to grow. The only criticism mm-hmm. I have is that third act; it's a little sappy. It slows it down, <laughs> but it, it it's kind it, it's kind of hard because the first act. In the second act, there's so much octane that there's going to be sure. some letdown in that third act. So that's why I'm giving the benefit. It could easily be a nine for me, but I'm going to go with it. Yeah, a little cautious here, an eight point five. But I will return to this as soon as I can. And uh, me, my, I could see this. Well, you know, the the last non animated movie that my son had on repeat was Spider-Man: Homecoming, and I could tell uh, when this comes out, this will be constantly playing in our house. Nice, nice. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with an eight. I thought it was yep. a lot of fun. I enjoyed the story. I liked the cast. Uh, my only, uh, well, one of my only gripes is I, I did not like Ben Mendelsohn in this movie as as the. the oh, villain. he was great, man! Come on, give me a break. No. <laughs> I didn't no. even realize that was him until ha- like halfway through the movie, man. Who? Wait, which one? Which who was he? He was the 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 bad guy. The, the business the guy. guy? That was, yeah, the business guy. Oh, that guy. Yeah. See, it's not memorable. He's a <laughs> I dickhead. Like it. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it an 8, too. Um, I think that it definitely had a whole lot of cheese in it. Um, like I said, if you're looking for a... Uh, if you're looking for a serious Spielberg movie that has, like, you know... Dramatic flares and tear... You know, wrenching moments and all that. Uh, this is not it. Uh, but it's definitely fun to watch. It's it falls right into summer blockbuster uh, territory. Uh, matter of fact, I think this was supposed to come out at the same time the Last Jedi did, and they just oh. moved it because of that, which I think is a smart move. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, right now, it's coming out with really nothing opposing it except. Uh, uh, an aging Black Panther, uh, which is you know still killing it, but I mean it was ready to take over the box office. It, it did what it was supposed to do, man. This thing right. definitely made some money. Um, I'm sure it'll continue to make money. It's not going to be one of Steel, uh, Spielberg's greats, but it was good, man. It was fun to watch. Go check it out. It like especially if you're like an '80s kid, you're gonna love it. Yeah, speaking of '80s kids, um, this doesn't happen every every episode, I guess. But I'm, I guess I'm going to be the high man on, on the totem pole that this go around. I, I give this a solid nine. Wow. And uh, yeah, I, I was watching the movie, and and it didn't it didn't really start out that way for me. I was kind of, you know, yeah, it's probably going to be pretty good, maybe you know, little little bit above seven, seven and a half. But I don't know. I just what what Spielberg did with the story and the way that he took the basic challenges, but then change them to make them a lot pop out a lot better on the, on the actual screen. I don't know. It was just, to me, it was the perfect, uh, melding. 
Um, anything I had a problem with, I'll talk about it in spoilers, but it's it's small stuff, man. I, I, I give this a nine. I, I love the hell out of this movie. And I got to say, look, if you're going to do uh, computer animation stuff and you mm-hmm. can't quite make them look human, this is how you do that shit. Put yeah. them in a fucking yeah, video well game. Well done. Like that. Nothing, no computer animation in this movie, which was 60% computer animation. Yep. Did, none of it upset me. But if they had tried to, you know, stick that same computer animation on Spider-Man jumping around, I'd have been upset. <laughs> yeah, or trying to make it look like the, uh, the that, that uh, Christmas train movie with Tom Hanks in it. Oh, yeah, yeah Polar Express. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> My wife, love, love, they love that, that movie. movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that movie's so creepy. creepy. Yeah. It is. It's super fucking weird. They love it every yeah. fucking year. We have to watch that goddamn movie multiple times. <laughs> All right, you guys ready to spoil? Yeah, yes, sir. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. All right, who's going first? Uh, I'll go if you don't mind. Yeah, I, absolutely. Yeah, you, you from read the, the first. Book, so yeah, so from the first get go, I can't remember. I don't think I don't remember the challenges specifically. I know I think there was some online criticism of the challenges not yeah. being the way they were in the book. Dude, but it God dang. Put you, if they'd done it exactly like yeah. in the book, it would have put you to sleep, dude. They're that's why I'm playing sixteen bit games and shit, and that's why I don't get the criticism. Twelve hour yeah. movie. Yeah, but no, just the King Kong, you know, the whole race. That's I mean, awesome. it was just awesome. So you know, you you got the first challenge. You know, you find out what the Oasis is, which I think that was a little heavy. You know, a little heavy on the narrative. They had the mm-hmm. first, you know, but there was so much world building they had to do yeah. in, in short amount of time that I, it to me it was acceptable and it helped my you know my my son already knew the uh, what was going on. You know, but for someone or like my wife, she hadn't read the book. She didn't know any. I explained a little to her, but she kind of, you know, just gave her a little, you know, background information. But you kind of had to do that. You know, you're it's it's the future is a dystopian future. Ohio, for some reason, the best to go in the city in the in the in the in the world. Right. Uh, they have these thing called stacks. There's this thing called the Oasis. And, you know, they get that. I think, you know, they knock it out as soon as they can. And right after that, it's the first big challenge. Boom. And I think from there it was awesome. I the shining part I can just not. I mean, I, my wife saw the shining for the first time last year, and she was like a big fan of it. You know, I think it was just hyped up too much for her at this point. Yeah. But uh, we uh, we she's got a more appreciation out here in California at Universe Studios. Uh, you know, they have the Halloween Horror Nights, and they have what they call mazes. You walk through these mazes to try to scare the shit out of you. And one of the mazes this year was the Shining, so that kind oh. of gave her more of appreciation. Oh, and when wow, we saw man. that. Yeah, we she at least she had to you know it 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 made that whole scene more impactful for her. That was and my, my favorite scene in the movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, and they were there for so long. And the thing is, my son knows of The Shining. He hasn't seen The Shining. He I think he was walking in and out of the room, uh, uh, uh the family room, and we're watching the movie. So he kind of saw this, and he's seeing you know the all the popular clips on YouTube, and th- it's been imitated to death, you know? So he knew of The Shining, and we've seen, I think he saw, like, I don't know, one of those Screen Junkie YouTube videos of, you know, explain The Shining or whatever. So he knew of The Shining. I mean, that, I that to, I don't know how he worked that out with Stephen King. I know Stephen King, 
didn't love that movie, but I mean, it, it is a, 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 you know, that movie is one of the American standards, you know what I mean? So that they yeah. were able to do that and actually pull Uber. it off very fucking well to mix in the, the horror with the, the comedy and the, I mean, that is when I just fucking, I just could not stop fucking smiling in the movie. Like, what is going on? This is crazy. And when the, uh, uh, I forgot the character's name, the big guy, uh, H, H, H. went in 237. I mean, I was just mm-hmm. losing yeah. it, dude. My kid knew at 237. He was like, no, don't go in there. I know. So, I was I, like, do I need to cover their eyes? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. Yeah. Even there are certain parts where, you know, but they, they even, you know, kind of a wink and a nod where the, you know, where his hand exactly was, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. in relation to what, what could have been shown. But uh, that up to, you know, when they blew up the stacks. I mean, we, we had this part. My kid, he loves, he, it's funny, my kid loves horror movies. But he's he's only seen a handful. He loves the concept of horror. I, I I put this on the on the horror returns group. He wanted to be Freddy Krueger uh, last year, yes, and I, I was like, I, I don't want him to be Freddy Krueger unless he sees a Freddy Krueger movie. I remember and, saying that. And he didn't. He, he's like, well, why do I just watch the movie? Like, because you can't just say you want to be Freddy Krueger. You why do you want to be Freddy? Like, first of all, Freddy Krueger's like not hasn't been around for like a while you're nine so mm-hmm. you, let's just watch one i'm your dad i'll watch you know i uh, you know he's kind of nervous but uh you know when the, all the horror I mean, you have a little freddie you have a, a jason cameo and then you have fucking chucky which i think was like the <laughs> fucking that, the I mean, we, part. that was one of the best parts we just jumped up and uh I mean, I don't know, man. I, I mean, even thinking, even talking the movie right now, I'm just smiling. It was just so, you know, it was to me, it was one of the funniest experiences I've had in the, in the movies with my kids. Uh, and that, for me, that means a lot. You know, you you watch movies in different phases in your life. You know, you get, you know, when you're 18 and you're kind of cynical little asshole, and you know, now you're a young doll. Now you're a parent. You appreciate different aspects of the movie. And I really appreciate this movie because it gave me a good time with my son, and we and we, you know, we really enjoyed it, and we're looking forward to watching it again, man. Yeah, it, I, and you know, like two of my favorite scenes, even though they're like real little, were uh, that definitely that Chucky part, and then where they go back and show. Um, all the uh, like the the guys in the war room that are all dying. oh yeah when they all die. <laughs> I, I have one part. question about that dude. My son, cool. you know the Ben Mendelsohn's Avatar and the Oasis. Yeah, uh-huh. my son told me he's, he thought it's like is that Superman? Because yeah, we I thought think he is kind of supposed to look I, like I was like God, Superman. I'm like I was waiting for him to be like an evil version of you know evil Superman just tear oh, yeah. shit up. I mean, I, 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 you know, I'm not too upset that it didn't happen, but I was, I, when he, my son, my son said, it, I didn't even say, he's like, is he supposed to be Superman? So when he said that, I'm a big, like my favorite comic book character is Superman. And there's mm-hmm. not many people that say that. So I was just waiting for the moment, you know, it didn't happen. And I thought it would, cause Warner brothers, you know, I think they, they, they're behind this movie, right? I think it was a Warner brothers movie. So that you know they have rights to superman uh, and it didn't happen that's the one thing i kind of wish it would have happened but isn't that's not the worst you know i'm i'm not 100% disappointed it, it wasn't superman yeah i kind of kind of get that feeling uh, too when i saw him i was kind of waiting to see uh tj miller's like real person oh yeah uh, i'm i'm just as good without seeing that <laughs> this dude yeah like they got to have some comedy relief, right? It was good comedy yeah. too, you know. I, yeah. I rock. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> such a your typical douchey gamer. Like, band, no, yeah. you don't understand the importance of you know your typical uh, arrogant, you know, super serious video gamer that you got to watch your kids <laughs> playing right. with. 
So I, I, I mean, I think it was awesome, man. Yeah. So the so here's the here's the the big changes in the in the challenges. The first one that was the the race where he did, he finally learned he could he could race backwards and go through that like secret portal and just totally avoid King Kong rather than trying to like go around him and go through him. In the book, he actually had to go to like an island and like like it was a uh, I think it was like an elementary school because they used to have a lot of the book. If you'll remember, Art is just him like having to slowly build his credits up and also yeah. like, 80s trivia and class and stuff like that. It's it's it would be really boring in a movie, but it works in a book. And there's it's, not enough time in the movie, and but I'm glad they cut time. it out. Yeah, because I think it just made it that much fun of a ride. Yeah, you can't mm. do it justice. So instead of playing, you know, like a game of Dungeons and Dragons and then like Joust or whatever, he has a car race. Much better in a movie. The 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 Shining part you're talking about, you know, beats the hell out of you know what he what he did in the book. You know, these oh, yeah. these people that are pissed off because it's different from the book get a get a fucking life. I mean, you've got two different media here. You've got a book and you got a movie. You don't want it to be exactly the same. You know, I mean, you want it you want it to keep to the spirit of the story, and I thought it did. The only problem that I had, and and it's like I said, it's a little one. It's very superficial, but I really thought the two main characters, Parzival and Artemis, in the book, they're like really, really awkward looking. Like, I yeah, Parzival's like way or weight is like super uh, overweight and, and pimply and stuff. They should have stuck to that. I thought that's he, the one thing. I mean, they the giving her the birthmark, yeah. Yeah, a birth that, that, big deal. You know, she still looked cute. You know. Yeah, right. oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, that's that's like my bar- wife. Birthmark on a fucking model, right? <laughs> right. She's still a model. And even H H was supposed to be really heavy, heavy set. And uh, right. And there's a little backstory in her in the book that her mom found out she was a lesbian and kicked her out of her house. That's why she was living in that van. Sure. Yeah, they didn't. And, go, you know, they didn't I, go into I, any of the backstory in the movie. I could that, see that they didn't have time to get in the backstory, but at least have yeah. the character. Fit. The character was great. I like uh, Leanne Waits. She's she was very entertained. But that's mm-hmm. the one thing that uh, a little that whatever that kind of bothered me. Uh, one other criticism I had was I believe, I can't remember. It's been years. Like I said, since I, I did the book, but I think when they won and he got the Oasis, I think he just gave it to the people. Like make it made it open source. Yeah, I kept so, looking for that too. That he absolutely did. Yeah, absolutely. And the Tuesday and Thursday thing was kind of lame. That was like, oh, you know, right. that's kind of their lesson. Like, hey, kids, don't always be on electronics. You know, have yeah. which I kind of <laughs> get the message, but I don't need you to tell me that. You know, it should just, you know, that was a little sappy. Uh, the score towards the end. I, I didn't like the part when Ben Mendelsohn just walks through the crowd with a fucking gun and no one's going to try to stop him. Oh, yeah. And, right. And I thought I uh, could stop him. Come on. concept there. I was like, and, what the f- fuck is happening right and now. there's no way that he wouldn't if that character wouldn't pull that trigger either he would have fucking like he didn't grow yeah, hard at the last fucking it. minute i hated that whole yeah. fucking thing right there especially when they had already confronted him they're like we know who you are motherfucker yeah I mean, at like, that point he had nothing to lose you know yeah it's like, like judge reinhold getting the weenie whistle all of a sudden yeah. at the end right <laughs> It's almost like Ray getting superpowers or something at the end or something, right. but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or or you, Princess, Princess Princess Leia Princess learning Leia how to floating in yeah. space, right? Something like that. Yeah. Okay. Damn, damn it, Art! And you know what? I can't <laughs> no, even fucking. I can't even argue with you about that either. <laughs> no, no argument there. No, but uh, it, 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 but yeah, I mean, just those little nitpicks there. What what were your guys' favorite Easter eggs that you spotted in a movie? 
one I can tell you one that I haven't spotted yet that my son saw right away that I'm surprised he knows who it is. It was He Man. He saw He Man. I never oh, saw really? He Man in there. Yeah, oh, he saw He Man was one. there. I miss I'm it like, too. are you sure? And I, I I looked up a YouTube video. They mentioned He Man. They they can't show you the footage yet because it's still in the movie theater. But they okay. said He Man was one of those. I was like, fuck, dude. I I He Man was my shit growing up. Hell yeah! So, no kidding. Yeah. Did you guys notice that the Back to the Future, the DeLorean was a mixture of a uh, Knight Rider? Also? Yeah. With the no, I didn't front. notice that. Yeah. yeah. The kit lights up front. Oh, that makes sense. I didn't think wow. about it. Another one that I was really surprised they pulled was Spawn. Like being yeah. in the 90s, the oh, comics, yeah, Spawn, I was like, fucking cool. Spawn? I mean, I, <laughs> that not cool. that I'm more shocked that they would even think to pull Spawn. <laughs> I was like, damn, that's all. That's like kind of random, you know? I'm like, well, fuck, that's, I, I dig it. But Get I the right switch game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Be- Beetlejuice was in there. Yeah, I saw that. There's a lot of a lot of horror references in this movie. That, yeah, they, I mean, mm-hmm. like you said, we had, they had Chucky, they had uh, Jason, they had Freddy. I'm pretty sure there's a few I'm missing. Uh, and the whole Shining. I mean, yeah. Jesus Christ. The, the, not only, like I said, that they pulled it off. I don't know who exactly they had. I don't know if that had, had have any sort of Stephen King's blessing. I'm pretty sure. I would think that Mm-hmm. Steven Spielberg give him a heads up, but I mean it was done so well. Yeah, you would think he would. Yeah, yeah. The, that's uh, probably the, the only reason they had all those right? different, all that different stuff is because Spielberg just probably went to these people and and said, "Hey, I'm gonna put you in this movie," and they were like, "Okay, cool." Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got the chest burster busting yep. out of yeah, Goro right. from Mortal Kombat, and then my I, you got a T two reference at the end. Oh yeah, and, uh, the uh, Iron Giant dumb. went into the lava. <laughs> oh, I didn't even catch that. Yeah, yeah. When he put the Love thumbs it. up. Now you mentioned it, Brian. That would have been cool if somehow a Mortal Kombat and a Street Fighter character could have rubbed up because Ryu was in it, Blanca yeah. was in it. If somehow, but I'm pretty sure there are certain stipulations that they didn't want certain characters maybe going. But that would have been fucking awesome, dude. That's yeah. that's something. I, that's my old school video gaming thing. That's the one, you know, the one mm-hmm. of the last things that hasn't been achieved is Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter. That would have been awesome, dude. Right. See, they, they came all the way up to Overwatch, dude. If there's yeah. nothing yes, in this nostalgic right. for you, then I'm like, then you haven't ever played video games or anything, you know? I don't play Overwatch, but I've seen the covers. I've seen posters. I know what it is, you know? Right, Halo, yeah, see, I have Same thing. I mean, there's so many fucking games that my kid... Minecraft, the first one, wasn't yeah, that? Like, one of the first yeah. scenes? The Minecraft, my, my kid was like, what? Like, that's yeah, what we knew. Kid. Like, oh, <laughs> shit. That was like the first 30 seconds. We're like, okay, yeah. we're in, you know? That that was a perfect, you know. I think that was, you know, for the young kids to get their attention. Bam! Minecraft world. What the fuck's going on here? You know what I loved, Art? You may catch this one. It was that little, um, the bomb that they threw in that T Rex. Oh, the meatball. Uh, Is that balls. what it was? Is that mad what ball. that was? A mad ball. Mad yeah. ball. So I saw yeah. something about that yeah. recently. Yeah, I, I couldn't remember what the was hell the name of it was, what? but I was like. Yeah. Oh, shit, I remember it. Those. Yeah, yeah, those are back now. Are they? Yeah, I see them yeah, recently. They're, they're, I know they're like, uh, yeah, they're like horror horror movie characters now. Oh, cool! <laughs> I uh, remember when they first came out, man, and I, I saw that, and I was like, "Wow, that is a random ass reference right there." That is love for the, such a big scene, too. Yeah, I love the, the what was it, the Zemeckis cube? Yeah, uh, that was yeah. awesome. The, Zemeckis and Back to the Future. Sure, yeah, that sure. whole that whole reference. 
Well, you you guys know I love when uh, Halliday did his his it, that if you're watching this, oh he's yeah, dead, the way it was decorated around his casket. You guys know I got into that. Yeah, yeah. being a shoot oh, about the, the freaking Enterprise. Stuff, huh? Yeah. <laughs> And did you guys notice that even even when they were in their virtual rooms and stuff like that, they had like I saw like a Mad Max poster and stuff like that. Yeah, like mm. a computer computer generated Mad Max poster. Because that that's kind cool. of the one thing the movie ex- or I'm sorry the book explains that every like the state of the world is in such a fucked up situation that they really mm-hmm. there's really no more not much production of newer media. So uh, their only resource okay. is to go back in the past and recycle all the shit. So no one's really making movies because it just everything's horrible. So you know, or, so, or, or the world's in a horrible state. So they're just recycling the media. That's why it's still in. That's why it's still popular with the with uh, the newer mm-hmm. generations. You know, kind of like all the remakes we have now. <laughs> oh, now <laughs> just saying, we're not far off from it. Yeah, but then you get stuff like this movie. So you know, it ain't all bad. Yeah. Roger so we that. Had- yeah, we've had good, mo- good, pretty good movies two weeks in a row now. Yeah, starting to be that's filled good with point. hope again. And I'm just so yeah. happy with you asked me if, uh, about a month ago, Matt. Uh, I'm sorry, Lance, uh, to come on. I was like, dude, there's no more perfect movie that I would have been want to been on the show for uh, besides this one, dude. This is freaking right up my alley. So, yeah, you, so you thanks again. Yeah, we weren't even going to cover this one, dude, until you mentioned no it. No shit. So I'm glad. I'm glad you did. We. I'm, I'm sure we would have still seen it, but. Uh, yeah, appreciate you being here, man. Uh, yeah, I'm glad I got to watch it. Anytime you want to, you want to come back. We'll we'll figure something out for sure, and hopefully we'll see you in Chicago. Yeah, man. Uh, I hope that happens. I'm keeping my fingers crossed. And any, uh, let me see any obscure comic movie movie or any movie that Liv Tyler's on, and I'll give you a call. All right, oh. Brian. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Well, uh, so any anything anything else you want to talk about or, or plug or anything, Art? Before we do the wrap up section, uh, I, I don't got much, man. Uh, I, I I hang out. I still hang and in, and in, in interact with my my buddy Fonzo and Tony and and their buddy Harley on the Bad Boy Podcast. Uh, it's another uh, uh, podcast where they they I think their thing is uh, just randomly rant on all movie and TV mm-hmm. shows. So pretty cool guys. You've had them on here. You could tell you know they're fun. Uh, you know, back hopefully Denny Louise coming back with uh, his after, the after midnight podcast. We're all wanting you come back, Denny. Please bring that show back. Yeah, uh, we're hope- also we're hopeful. Yeah, uh, I know there's a few wrestling hands. At least Brian's a wrestling fan, and uh, we opened up, or I'm not, not we. Uh, one of your former guests, Draven, I don't know if he uses his real name or Pedro Nunez or whatever. He he has a Facebook group called the K Fabulous Lucha Brothers. And if you know their form of comedy or new uh attitude towards wrestling, they're very uh uh the group is just like that. They've kind of took a hiatus on their uh on their uh podcast, but it's still a really good time. Uh so anyone that wants to go over there, go go ahead, check it out. And one guy that was really, really uh impressed by on your march madness show is uh i believe his name was michael uh, flesher flesser from oh, uh, yeah and i cannot recite that plug he had for oh, his Phil- uh <laughs> michael flesher sure. that fucking fucking uh plug he had for his adult entertainment web <laughs> or site but I was trying to I was trying to recite it here and remember it because that guy came out smooth as a motherfucker fucking say right? that plug yeah but he's- uh he's a he's a badass dude he's been yeah. up there 
Yeah, he runs uh, Red Shirt Pictures, dude. They, yeah. they oh, check they, his IMDb page. Do a lot of well, I was talking about his other joint venture, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm not entirely sure that was real, but it may very well. It sure been. it sounded real to me. It was real oh. to me, damn it. It was real to me. He, so he if it wasn't real, sure. it was definitely true. I had <laughs> I had no fucking clue of what was going on. I just yeah. know the the music came on. Right. Right. That was awesome. I had to turn down, <laughs> turn down the lights. I was like, "Whoa, what's going on here?" But no, but no. I want to say thank you guys for the thousands and hundreds of hours of entertainment you guys provide every week, and uh, you guys are doing an awesome job. Oh, man. Thank All right, thanks. Definitely appreciate it. And for everybody listening, uh, don't forget about our contest. It's now in effect, so you can go ahead and start doing your your iTunes reviews now and. Just make sure we know who you are so we can reach out and get your address, T-shirt size if you want that, or get the koozie ready for you. Uh, we'll Can't we'll definitely, definitely have them out by early May uh, in time for Frightmare. And be sure to follow us on uh, where, Brian? Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr. Just type in the horror returns and everything will pull up. Everywhere. <laughs> we are everywhere. Every everywhere podcasts are found, right? Yep. All right, well, next, yeah, iTunes next... are kind of get I forgot those. <laughs> Don't forget that. We're gonna have another guest next week, guys. Um they say we've turned into a sausage fest around here, so it's about time to have a female perspective again. What do you guys think? Oh, Let's do it. We are gonna be uh joined by special guest and actress uh Jen Nangle, aka what? Malvolia, the Queen of Screams, is going to be joining us. Go check this chick out. Yeah, we're going to discuss uh, A Quiet Place and also The Descent. Yes. So, uh, Philip, until the horror returns again. Buenos noches. Que fabuloso. 